I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. This episode is sponsored by Mary, owner and tattoo artist at Hillside House Studios. Mary started tattooing in her beautiful in-home studio and is now opening a new studio. She truly does it all. Mary's known for her crisp, clean, tiny line work, especially for ornamental designs and micro-realism. She's also kick-ass at florals, script conceptual pieces, and just straight-up art. Hillside House offers a safe place with flexibility and transparency. For more information or to book an appointment, go to MaryHobanTattoos.com or check out the studio Instagram at Hillside House Studio. Hey, this has been a week. Um, We've had so much fun stuff happen this week. We have. Like, so we did an interview last week on Zoom. (laughs) It was super exciting. We used this app that's supposed to be so great for recording podcasts. It was not great. We lost. I lost some of the audio. Lost some of the video. I lost some of the video. I couldn't get it back. And then we were supposed to have someone in yesterday, but there's, like, so many sicknesses going around, so she got sick. And then... We were like, oh, hey, we don't have a guest. What the... What what the the heck? Oh, no. Oh, no, panic. So, um, almost the man who shall not be named, he agreed to come on. Are you serious? Yeah, so he said... Well, because my mom told him he had to. (laughs) Can we just do an episode with him just to have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, like, have it in the bank. Yeah. Just in case. And I think this week did make me realize, like, we need to bank some stuff just just in case. Just in case something like this happens Because again. usually we record a week in advance, and then I edit, like, mm, Tuesday, Wednesday. And it's now Wednesday 11.30, and this is coming out. This It will be fine. I'm not worried, but... It was a pretty... I feel like that was a pretty easy episode. Yeah, no. There's not a whole lot you have to take out. No, and, like... He's so funny. So we interviewed Cole from our office, like, came through, mm-hmm. um, and we interviewed him just moments ago, and he was so fun. I've, I've known him for so long, 15 yeah. years, but I feel like I don't know him that well. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that was fun to chat with him. I just, yeah. Well, so he his office used to be right beside mine, and I say this in the podcast, and he's now upstairs. He got moved um, when there was a shuffle of offices, and, um, yeah, we... Yeah, no, Cole's like, I feel like one of, like, I love everyone that I we love, work with. I love Cole. But, like, one of my favorite people. He's so Just because it's like whenever like I need advice about something, whether it's, like, work-related or life-related, mm-hmm. I can always go to Cole because I know he's always going to have, like, a very level-headed yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. So, yeah, I've told Cole a lot of things. I really like Cole as, I like, like a person. He's, like, he's just been one my of my boss. favorite people. He's been my coworker. He's great. Yeah. Just a ball of sunshine who doesn't drink coffee, only ice cups. His wife is just, like, the cutest little gem. She's so nice, and I feel so bad. Okay, so her name's... Kirsten. Kirsten. I panic when I say that name because I'm like, is it Kirsten? Is it Kirsten? Is it Kirsten? So you will notice in the episode I don't say her name because I panic (laughs) so much saying that name. (laughs) I'm bad at pronouncing things. Yeah. No, she's so cute, and... Yeah, she and their dog. Just they're they're great. They're just they're it's like just a like solid a lot couple. Of, um, yeah. So I guess maybe we should just like let them listen. Let's to go it. into the episode. Okay. See see you on the other side. Stepping in at the eleventh hour to save our butt is our friend and coworker. He grew up in Kingston and then attended Conestoga College in Kitchener for broadcast radio and TV. You may recognize his voice from 95.5 Hits FM and Cool 100, but he does so many things at Starboard Communications. His official title is Promotions Manager and Marketing Coordinator. 
He has agreed to talk with us about himself and the upcoming Super Bowl as long as no snakes are involved in the interview. He is married to a wonderful lady who we may like more than him, and we definitely like his dog Winnie more than him. He is also a cat dad to the grumpiest feline Kay has ever met. <laughs> Babes of Quinny, please welcome Cole Naylor. Everything is accurate. Everything previously <laughs> stated in any joking or sarcastic tone is all correct. <laughs> um, who's this grumpy cat? So Molly. her name is Molly. And the short version of the story with her is that she grew up, the first seven weeks of her life was from uh, a feral cat with a household of four German Shepherd dogs. Oh, no. uh, she was the only female cat in her litter of six. And the house also had three kids under the age of six. So she lived under a stove for the first seven weeks of her life. So she just spent time being grumpy all the time. And 15 years later, she hasn't changed, even though she's been in the most chill environment. Oh, she's old. Yeah, yeah. She needs okay. to just get over it. Yeah. That 15 is, years later. <laughs> we, we've tried a lot and nothing's worked, so we just kind of accept it because she's also the cuddliest of cats oh. when you when you get... When you're in her com- inner circle. Yes, which is two. That's like my dog, Frank. He loves you, but he's a grumpy a-hole, so... Yeah, no, we just... Uh, I feel like Molly kind of encompasses me, where I can be snuggly sometimes, but I'm also a big a-hole for sure most of the time. <laughs> Especially when you try and, you know, bug me from sitting down or pet me when I'm trying to eat. It's that's it's very similar stuff. Yeah, it's like, feed and, me and I'll love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is that, was the th- that was the only time she liked me is when I was feeding her. Yeah. Like, because she'd be like, why are you here? And I'd be like, I'm feeding Do you. Do you have like, two cats? Like, State your purpose. We have uh, three cats and a dog. Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, and it's the weirdest zoo in the whole wide world because Belle is the oldest cat that Kirsten brought into our household. Uh, when we dated, it's funny, I, we call it a blended family because I came with two animals <laughs> and she came with two animals. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> So it's it's always really funny because all the animals have completely different personalities and we do treat them as if they are our kids, but in actuality, we are their servants. That yeah. is what our life is. 100%. It is hilarious. Yeah, between us, that's a lot of cats, like you and Kay. Well, you have t- two. I have two. Yeah. And you have three. Three. That's yes. wild. It is wild. I love your animals. They are very sweet sometimes and they're very attractive animals, but they are real douches sometimes as well. <laughs> But it's like the personality thing is so true because they are so different. Yeah. Yeah. So who did you bring in? Who did? Molly and Morris is uh, so uh, I don't know where we came up with Molly, but Morris is named after Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> and what is funny is for the longest time, uh, uh, the people at the vet just thought his name was Zach Morris and they kept calling him Zach. And I'm. Like, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the reference? I don't get it. But anyway, oh. so, yeah, so honestly, it's crazy how much they take up in our life. I can't imagine what's going to happen in the future when, you know, uh, if there's kids involved, great. You know, if if there's uh, more animals, which is not off the table in our household, I don't know how we're going to function. But Yeah, I love, if I could have cats, I'd have cats. But my I, dogs will eat the cats. You say that now. Yeah. What? <laughs> there, it's weird how much cats actually, you, you think, oh, all they do is poop in a box. All you got to do is feed them no. and kind of pet them. No, no, no. They're, if I could have more dogs than cats, I would. That's for sure. I love my cats. Like, But 
like this morning, I woke up to one of them sitting on my chest, like meowing at my face and going like with her little paw, just like on my cheek, like, <laughs> wake up, I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. 5.30 in the morning. George, like, my parents got used to bite my feet so we could wait, like, so he could get fed. And I was like, please no. Yeah. Please don't do that. Okay. Love this feline chat. I think this should be our new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have a cat podcast now. Um, but how did you end up in Belleville? Like, what is the story? So it's really funny. I went to, uh, I grew up in Kingston. Uh, my significant other at the time ended up going to school in Kitchener, Waterloo. Uh, so that's what I ended up doing then going to Kitchener to Conestoga. Uh, because I got into television and radio because my best friend and I in high school agreed we wanted to be famous. And that's where... <laughs> That's where we decided that it was going to start, by going to uh, broadcast programs, um, he at Loyalist and me at uh, Conestoga. And I honestly thought that some, like, TSN or Sportsnet were going to just see my demo tape and, like, instantly pull me out of college, and I was going to be this TV star uh, for many years to come. And that didn't happen. Uh, So after Conestoga went back home, and worked at the hospital that I had been working at every summer while in college. And all of a sudden, my boss, whose boss was my mom, which is why I had the job to begin with, <laughs> she was like, Cole, I literally have no more work for you. Like, <laughs> at, in April, you have to go. Like, I, I can't make up any more jobs for you. So uh, you you need to uh, start looking for another job. And I was like, Ugh, I guess I got to put this whole diploma to good use here. <laughs> And thankfully, um, the only interview I got in the broadcast uh, field, because that's what I graduated with, was the summer road crew job here for Cool 195.5 Hits FM. At the time, it was Classic Hits 95.5. And uh, I just haven't left since. It's been almost 15 years. It kind of sucks you in here. Well, and that's, you know, what was funny, I, I believe... And a lot of people will tell you that I'm one of the luckiest human beings in the whole wide world. Like, not to say, you know, I won the lottery. Obviously, I didn't win the height lottery. Um, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, You're just not short. Things, I'm average, right? Uh, <laughs> things just seem to work out okay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, what, what in this instance, what ended up happening is I'll never forget it. It was at Empire Square. Uh, the old, my old boss, Sarah, uh, came to me and she said, do you want my job? And I said, "Ah, of course I do. And she was like, no, but for real. I was like, I feel like this is a test. Like, am I going to get fired if I say yes or what's going to happen? And she was like, no, seriously, uh, I'm going to be getting out of here sometime. I don't know when, but if I do, you know, I'd like, if you're interested for you to take over the job, because I think you could do it. Uh, and it was during, it was an Abbey Road Beatles tribute festival that was held at the Empire <laughs> Theater. I'll never forget it. It was in July. Uh, and she and I were working the event. And she said that. And I was just like, wow, what a mind twist. Because I don't know if she's being for real or not. And it ended up being the case. I stuck she was around. For real. I stuck around um, after the summer was over. Um, Wait, so that was your first summer here. Pardon me? Like, that was the first summer. You, that, and then she was like, you want this job? And I was like, yeah, yeah I guess so. Uh, so what ended up happening after the summer? I ended up becoming the receptionist and the promotions coordinator for the radio stations. And what's even funnier is I we get around to the next spring And I'm like, okay, it's going to be a chill summer. I'm just going to be a receptionist. And, you know, I'm going to have a blasty blast this summer. 
And Sarah comes to me again. She's like, hey, so you know how we've been training you to take my job? Uh, it's yours. <laughs> right before summer when promo gets super yeah, busy. And, and I was like, the look on my face, she was like, you still want it, right? <laughs> like The whole plan was for you to take it the whole time. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And I went home and I was like, well, there goes the fun summer. <laughs> <laughs> and now I actually have to work. <laughs> yeah. So needless to say, I like I don't regret any of it. It's been an awesome, weird ride. Uh, but uh, it's all funny that it started with me being the summer road, road crew, crew person road crew. and never left. You were road crew too, right, Katie? Yeah, that's how where I started. I think I'm the only one here that hasn't Cole been road crew. Cole was crewing. my boss yep. for a summer. Tell me to go places. Yeah. Road girl is fun besides having to like work weekends i i would just go eat food talk to people it'd be weird when people were like can i have a hug and i'm like i don't want to yeah do definitely that. not no no touching seems weird um no it was great i got to go to a lot of events rib fest delish like perfect good time it's funny what i remember in life the most random of instances you know that uh abbey road tribute festival when i got that i remember signing my first autograph at the sterling fair <laughs> this woman came up to me and i was road crew she's like my son would never let me live it down if i met someone in radio and didn't get their autograph and there i am in my Two long cargo shorts with my Lego man haircut being like, this is what I came for. I wanted to be famous and now I'm signing autographs. Needless to say, I've only signed two since then. And that was 14 or 15 years ago. No, so. you signed my Polaroid. Yep. Was that, two. The, that was the there's two? two. <laughs> He's counting And there's mad. probably one along the way. I think I, I signed something at a Country Music Association of Ontario award after Cool 100 <laughs> That's uh, won so on brand. Uh, the what, Station um, of the Year award. So. What's your favorite event you've ever gotten to go to? Locally? I guess Babes of Quinty it should be a Quinty yeah. event, yeah, right? That then, is a good one. It's so tough because uh, each event has a little bit of a different part of my heart. Honestly, last summer it was the Rock Fest. Um, mm -hmm. And what oh. they ended up doing was um, throwing in some some like 90s and 2000 pop in there. Yeah. So yeah. one of the coolest things that, uh, that I can say I've got to do here locally was introduce the show before uh, Jenny Bergeron from Ace of Bass. Oh, that's which, cool. Honestly... I love Ace of Base so much. Their album, The Sign, uh, both my mom and my dad, who uh, divorced when I was two, got me that album when it first came out for Christmas <laughs> in each household. So I had a separate copy Amazing. of The Sign in each house. So that, getting to introduce that show was super cool. You know, TLC was great. 112, uh, they're one of the featured artists on one of my favorite songs of all time, which is I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. So it was just it was super nostalgic. Nostalgic and super cool. So I know it's kind of a cop out because it's less than a year old. No, but just no, looking back, out. just everything. It was just too awesome. Okay, so now out of Belleville, what's yeah. the favorite thing you've done? <clears throat> As part of the job, we go to um, uh, this fa this thing called country radio seminars in Nashville. I know you guys have talked about it, Katie. I know your entire family other than you has been there. <laughs> I'm no hard feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were kind of like training my brother to come back and that's how my dad was trying to like draw him in was like I'll come to Nashville you'll love it everyone thought he was a hockey player yo 100% he's not one one uh 
uh, Cougar thought he was an upcoming artist and came and uh, spoke to him. And it's so funny because she, I guess, used to write for Fleetwood Mac and was like, I know talent when I see it. And like. (laughs) You've got it, type of thing. And then when we tried to ask her who she was, she got super offended. Bird told that this we, story. That we oh didn't know God. who she was. So, anyways, that, you know, CRS, it's a big deal. There's mm-hmm. always random stuff that ends up happening. Um, and probably the coolest thing that I will remember forever and ever is going to the Ryman Auditorium. Oh, love that place. Um, it was this event that I don't know if it had ever happened at CRS before, but it's called Midnight at the Ryman, yeah, where cool. a surprise artist will get on stage and perform a show. Um, Sam Hunt's done it. Uh, Keith Urban has done it. But the one that we saw first was Eric Church. And Jesus. I'll say this. Oh, that's I don't cool. like Eric Church at all. Um, <laughs> Keeping it real. But if, if we're being transparent here... Um, I was, I've never really been a big fan of Eric Church, but him on the Ryman stage at midnight with a plate of breakfast food in your lap, w- watching him mean? perform oh, that'd be a, an acoustic show was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Like he was, it was an hour and a half maybe of just great tunes in the greatest of venues with sausage, eggs, and pancakes on my lap. Like, oh, what else do you need? Right? I love so, that. I think for for as long as I live, I will remember that. So uh, I'm I'm thankful that I get to go to that. I'm looking forward to it again uh, this this soon, March. It's soon. Yeah, oh, it's March. March. I it's February. Normally, it's, normally it is February, hey John. but hey, John. <laughs> so um, we'll share a room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're cheap travelers we're here, guys. I, I'm yeah. easy Why do you think I get to go? I I share a room as well. <laughs> I'll share a room with Katie. Yeah. It'll be fun. We can bring Martha, too. Oh, she's going. Oh, she's definitely going. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, trust me. I had, like, a good old, like, not a mentee bee, but I was just, like, I cried trauma tears at the cottage in the summer. I was like, do I get to go to Nashville? And he was like, no. I was like, why? Cam went. He's like, it's not your department. I was like, okay, but, like, what was Cam's department? (laughs) Listen, they have a marketing seminar because there's actual educational parts to this, right? Until four every day, it's nonstop seminars, and then from four till... See, like, we can learn things. Whatever. And, like, actual radio things, not podcast things. But, I mean, also podcast things. They have podcast things there. They have marketing things. Yeah. Nectar, maybe. No comment. If you guys steal my spot, I will be a little PO'd, but you will have a good time, let me tell you. It was a good run. Um, why are you scared of snakes? You know what? I don't actually have a reason. I've never oh, okay. had an encounter with snakes. Have you met a snake? No. Oh, well, I've like, I like, if I'm golfing, I see them in the bush no, I know, and I freak like out a, a little bit. Like, a, like in person, like when the exotic pet people come to the office. Oh, What's yeah. really funny is the Wait Belleville up, they- Fish and Game Club held this um, like kids and creatures event. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where. Fun. Kirsten and I went because she's really a nature person and I'm a good chaperone. Um, <laughs> You're a good husband. <laughs> nah, I'm a good driver at the very least. Um, so we went out to this and we show up and it's all just kids and parents. And then the married couple <laughs> with no kids at the time just wanting to see nature-based things. And they were they had this big, I think it was a yellow and white python that I... Like a Britney Spears of thing? pet with my finger. And I was like, that counts. 
I met a big snake. That. Yes, yes. Okay. And I, she had the sweetest little name. I don't know what it was. Probably like Lily or something. Lily. Like super sweet. <laughs> and it was like, oh, do you want to pet her? I was like, oh, I will pet her with one finger. And I will touch it. Yes, and that counts. You know, um, we can cross that off the bucket list of petting when a snake. Jeanette and I lived on the <clears throat> farm, um, the first farmhouse we were in. Snakes used to come up. Uh, through the vents mm-hmm. in our bathroom. No, that so, is actually my nightmare. Yeah, Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. yeah, I would like because I I Mm-mm. have to pee yeah. like once a night, and I would I would like go down, and I would like pee with my legs straight out because I was like <laughs> I don't trust that there's no snake on the ground right now. See, it's I don't know what it is because we've had bats in our house before. Yeah, and I that's can fine. Bat. I can deal with bugs. You know, I've had to get rid of mice from our mm-hmm. hundred year old home type of thing. But there's just something about snakes. Anything that kind kind of get into water, I'm not really about that. Yeah, jam. and then let's so. let's unpack this water thing. Do you like swimming? I'll swim in any pool. But like, I'm not a no, great swimmer. But no um, lake, no ocean. No, uh, we've got uh, we've inherited a cottage, uh, and I will swim in the lake for three minutes because Kirsten won't swim in the lake by herself. Uh, so we'll go in together, and then I'll come up with a lame excuse like, "Oh, it's getting cold in here. Let's get out." Because if I can't see the bottom of it, I don't mm-hmm. want to go in it. What about like know. a floaty? Still, some of my body, it's so funny because I'm saying that a lot. It's so funny, but it's just so weird that I mentally will, even if I'm on a floaty, if any part of me is in the water, will assume that that is when the alligator that doesn't live in lakes will come and get me. Mm -hmm. There's one off chance. Do you like, are you the type of person that doesn't sleep with like a foot over the edge of the bed? No, I can't really have anything out of the sheets other than my head. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's making a whole lot of sense, right? I yeah. went through a phase, two phases as a child. One was I didn't want to sleep under the covers because I was scared something was going to get me. But I didn't want to sleep over the covers because I was scared I was too easy to kidnap at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I always have to sleep closest to the door. Like, it, you know how people have like Which sides is different. Yeah. 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 So. I, I don't care what side of the bed I'm on. I have to be closest to the door because then I can hit whatever intruder is okay. coming in first. Yeah. yeah. And that's what is so interesting. There, it's so weird that Kirsten and I are married because, you know, they say <laughs> opposites attract and we are the poster children for that because How did you we don't me? have a whole lot in common. But what's what's weird about our marriage is you have so many couples that are like, oh, this is my side of the bed. The amount of times that we've switched sides of the beds for no good reason Just is hilarious. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and it's never really my call, but I don't really care. Um, but it's just funny that so many things that she's so dedicated to, like this is what's got to happen in our life. Sides of the bed is not one of them. So we've swipped. Yeah. Swapped back and forth probably ten times in our Whoa. marriage. Yeah, so that's crazy. And you've only been married what, like two years? No, it's it seemed like two years, doesn't it? But that's what a pandemic, a panorama will do to you. We were married in 2018. We did oh, the fun right. thing of eloping to Thunder Bay because that's where people elope yeah, to. Yeah, why there? <laughs> Thunder Bay in the winter, nonetheless. Yeah, um, it's cold. Dummies. <laughs> um, that seems like a flaw. One idea. of Kirsten's relatives uh, lived there uh, and. 
she went through some family stuff at that point, and we wanted um, we wanted to be as close to uh, her grandmother at the time as we could. So oh. that's why we went out to Thunder Bay. And then the following year in 2019, as you know, Kay, because you were there, there. Uh, we got married at Albert College, where you used to oh, go to school I there, did, Katie. Yes. It was and beautiful. What was, I cried. What that was, would be a very pretty chapel to get married in. It was wonderful. I cried like yeah, a I know. baby. Um, and I love that the photographer got straight up close and zoomed pictures of me bawling like a child. And it's like, okay, cool. That's Love what this. I look like. Love that one. Did did your wife cry? Uh, she cried a little bit. I but am definitely the more as, sensitive okay. of the two. Uh, but I think she had cried more pre-wedding. Oh, yeah. Whereas, you know, I get to cry in front of everyone people yeah. yeah so that that worked out wonderfully. and she looked stunning yeah no. literally i remember seeing her walk out and i was like holy shit yeah she like fur beautiful yeah no I, she had a, a fur shawl for the pictures because oh, yes. once again we decided to get married in the winter which in theory is good for me because i sweat just standing Same, still yeah, for yeah, no yeah. reason so <laughs> yeah. getting uh getting married in the winter worked out well for me because uh i could actually mask all that sweat with layers temperature control yeah so so that worked out well um and then we <laughs> We had our reception in a dog bone factory. Sorry. Uh, Wait, yeah. that's what it was? What? Yeah. That's why it's called Doghouse Studio in Shut Napanee. Up. It used to be a like a dog it's treat very cool. studio. That's yeah. so funny. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. But like, it's like, because I was very pregnant at the time. Right. And I'm just kind of like, we were like, because I was sitting with Emily, Kevin. Martha John. and John. Martha yeah. and John. Yeah. And, and Ferg. No, Ferg no, was, Ferg at, your was at, head table at your table. Yeah. Um, and I just remember being pregnant and being like, this is the prettiest place I've ever been in. <laughs> and then you fed me tacos and I don't think I've ever been at. Like, literally, I was sitting there. I'm like, I don't think I've need anything else like was that your dinner yeah we had tacos oh. for dinner and then we had uh was it a midnight pizza i think oh, it was midnight I pizza like that. but what was great about that is everyone was so exhausted that the only people that made it to midnight uh were kirsten and i and my mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> And what was even better is we left the venue and we ran into my mother and her significant other at the time in the hotel lobby. And it's like, well, this is awkward. <laughs> I got distracted. Well, we were talking about weddings. Yeah, I know. Oh, how the did origi- you guys meet? That's what's great about that is she used to work for a, lo- a local food bank here, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, we work closely with a lot of charitable organizations, uh, one of them being the food bank. And I know that um, she was tasked with meeting with the media uh, when she first started at at uh, the food bank because she was the, I think she was the social media coordinator and a assistant to the director or whatever the title was. Um, so she was tasked with... Um, meeting with media members to try and talk about upcoming events and try and, you know, build that relationship. Um, And uh, we had a meeting at the food bank and we didn't talk to each other after that until probably a month and a half later. And what got really weird is uh, she hosted a fundraising golf tournament uh, that, uh, that the food bank was the benefactor of. And I remember saying to Tracy, I was like, I'll be there. She's like, oh, you don't need to. I was like, I'm going to be there. All right. I'm going to be there to help you. <laughs> totally going into stalker mode. Um, and Just want to see the cute girl. <laughs> yeah. 
which I which I did, and I set up the tent for her and her volunteers so they could you know hang out for the day in the shade. And it's I'm not a guy who can talk to girls. I, I'm the worst at that sort of sort of thing. So I decided to shoot my shot by saying, "Oh yeah, kind of sucks. I got to work this weekend at the Tweed Elvis Festival." Uh, you know, just trying to make it seem like I was busy and not a loser and about to go home and do nothing. Um, and the way her eyes lit up when I said Elvis was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. She was like, oh, my God, you're going to the Elvis Festival? And I was like, oh, my God, this is my inn? <laughs> this is this is how I'm going to ask her on a date? I was like, oh, hey, do you want to go? I could pick you up in the company vehicle. And that's how it started. We, we went to so the Tweed cute. Elvis Festival. What was I super awkward, it. though, I went to pick her up at her house, but she didn't actually give me her address. She just kind of told me where her house was. On the corner of this and this. So I walked into somebody else's <laughs> building and started knocking on doors. <laughs> and she comes up behind me. She's like, hello. And I was like, oh, you live over there. Not sense. in this building. <laughs> oh, my, my goodness. So anyway, so there was a little bit of stalker and a little bit of luck. But like I said, I do have that weird horseshoe uh, that seem, that things seem to work out for me. So uh, the rest, they say, is history from there. That's really freaking cute. I love that. Yeah. I love that Elvis was you Go now? We did make a habit of it for a couple of years following, um, but um, but August just gets so busy now with with work and yeah. with the cottage and that sort of stuff that we don't. The cottage uh, is like I feel like that's a reason to just check out. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a long hike up there, which which kind of stinks because it'd be nice to go How up there. How long is it? It's uh, about a four hour drive. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's worth it. Well. Some days. No, sometimes you just need to get the F away from everything. Well, it's true. It's it's very true. Life can be chaotic, um, and and you know it's definitely a quiet place. Uh, but it's it's so funny when when we start talking about oh like how can we fix this place up? And I was like, there's no we. Like when I shut down the cottage, it's like all right, let's duct tape everything and make sure nothing comes in. Like <laughs> no weather or bears will get in because this is how I'm going to shut this place down for the season. So when it comes to working on that sort of stuff, I am not an outdoorsy kind of dude. So we're learning on the fly here. Yeah, I never cool. thought I'd YouTube learn a things. lot of. Well, that's YouTube. Yeah, totally. YouTube's great. Yes. I won't admit it to this. many people, but that is definitely a resource. I learned how to do electrical, wouldn't recommend it, but I figured it out. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. recommend that either. Don't do it, but I learned how to it. tile from oh, YouTube yeah. and plumbing, basic plumbing. Right. It's not difficult. You can learn everything. That's how I learned how to edit this podcast. There we was go. on YouTube, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Okay. Most of my job, anything I do on Photoshop, I YouTube. Shh, don't tell. Well, no, if I don't know how to do things, I'm going to tell, I'm not telling you where I go, but like, I mean, if I need to figure out how to like make something look a certain way, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on YouTube. Yeah. What I love about you being here, Kay, is before you got here, I was the one handling like the social media page. I say social media. It was Facebook. I've been here long enough to know what media was like without Facebook, uh, which is weird to say, but like Mm -hmm. it was myself uh, who would run the website and run our socials. And that was terrible. Uh, And I was designing billboards before you got here. And that was also (laughs) very interesting. It's still very interesting. It is. It is. But in a different sense. In a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. The problems that were back then were more technological as now it's 
personal. Me, it's aesthetic. I yeah. yeah. So I'm like, so, I, I just have a certain aesthetic that I want to look that way, and it just doesn't happen that way. So when I think about fine. my 15 years here, it's, it is funny that it started with Rogue Crew and has worked up to what it is now, which I don't really know what it is now. It's kind of a mix mash of everything. That's why I asked you, like, because I was looking through the pre-interview forum and it said that your job title was promotions manager and marketing coordinator. And then I messaged him. I was like, is that right? It feels wrong. <laughs> and he's like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, I'm not trying to insult you. I just thought it was something like. I just I'm a cancer. I'm super sensitive. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it. In I'm going to be honest. I, I hate horoscopes. But when you do look at a lot of this cancer signs, it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, That's me. You're totally a cancer. Emily, Kay, and I are all Virgos. Right. Like, oh, which that checks you out. You guys are all the same. Oh, that yeah, checks out a right? lot. That, a lot, that just sense. made a whole lot more sense in our realm here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of chaos coming from yeah. us, but organized chaos. Sure. Sometimes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not um, always. Yeah, I feel like, are you marketing coordinator? Well, that's, you Is know, that your job? <laughs> no. What's I'm director your- of, di- or not director of, I'm the digital media manager. Okay. I decide, I asked them, I'm like, can this be my job title? They're like, okay. So I just, I'm running with it. The coordinator position, I think, is more so like when it comes to booking billboard space. Oh, yeah. okay. That's me. Yeah. When it comes to uh, booking merch. Uh, merch and that sort of stuff, that's, that's, that's in my bailiwick, if you will, which I don't know what that means. You hear people say bailiwick? bailiwick? I've Google never heard, never that, heard that before. I've never okay. heard that. Maybe I'm showing my age. Uh, but You're I've, like two years older than me. Wait, what is it, bailiwick? 35, I'm 35. Oh, okay. Showing my age. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I went. I went to the doctor and they asked me when uh, my br- or how old I was, and I had to double check and be like, "Wait, what's this year?" Yeah, I'm turning 38 in July. That is weird. Yeah, I'm turning 36. Yeah. Anyways, Ew. so bailiwick is uh, apparently a word we're learning about today, and um, is, that's what ends up following on my shoulders. It's in a. a a noun, law, the area over which a bailiff has jurisdiction. Okay, so it's what you like. A, what you're a person's special field of interest, authority, or skill. There we go. That makes I sense. I think that counts. Yeah. Yep. Cool oh, word. Learn something new every That's day. What I'm going to call this episode. Um, Bailiwick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Checks out. Hey, Kay, how many tattoos do you have? Well, the exact number is unknown, but I know where I'm getting my next one. I'm booked on February 14th for some Valentine's Day flash at Hillside House Studio with Mary Hoban. Oh, it's Valentine's Day flash? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I thought you were getting stars, so that's fun. I am getting stars. Oh, in April. Oh, so do you have two booked in with her? I have two appointments. You want another one too, right? I do. And I think I'm going to book in with Mary for my dumpster fire tattoo idea. (laughs) I think think she'd kill it. Miri is a babe of many talents. She went to school for nursing, but has ultimately set up a safe, flexible, and transparent tattoo studio. From floral to script, ornamental design, micro-realism pieces, you'll walk away with a beautiful tattoo. To book a tattoo or to learn more about Miri and Hillside House Tattoo, follow at Hillside House Studios on Instagram or check out MiriHobanTattoos.com. Talk about football. I can t- talk about football all day, but I know you guys don't want to talk about it all day. So well, I'll let you ask the questions and I'll answer them. Here's what I know: the Super Bowl is coming up on February 12th. Sure, she says sure. confidently. I say very confidently, and I know Rihanna's performing the halftime show, and I know Chris Stapleton is performing the anthem, and that's it. 
Okay. I don't even know who's in the Super Bowl. We yeah. don't know either. So this oh, is going to be... what? Yeah, we, we know who's in the Super Bowl. Yep. What? Yeah, so what happens is... Well, I thought there was like You're thinking still... there's another game. There's not. Uh, no. Is this the week off? Yes. This is the week okay, off. Okay, so who's in the Super Bowl? So it is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Um, this is the first Super Bowl game where two uh, black quarterbacks oh. have started... Uh, in the game. Uh, it's the first That's time that great. two brothers have played against each other. Wait, who are the brothers? Travis and Jason Kelsey. Travis plays oh, the for the Chiefs know. and Jason plays... They have a podcast. You guys... Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's really cool. It's okay, really hilarious because they that. dive into not just football, a little bit of everything because they're two wacky dudes. Love that. Um, uh, so there, it's it's going to be a great game. Uh, they're the two number one seeds in the league. They both finished first in their conferences. Um... And they both deserve to be first in their conferences. What is a conference? So the league is split up. It's the NFL, right? Is okay. is the whole league. Yeah. They've cut Got the league it. in half with the AFC and the NFC. It's the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference. Um, okay. So just how the schedule works, there's conferences and then there's divisions within the conferences. So anyways... How it always works out is that the Super Bowl is played between the best team from, from each, each conference. conference. Yes. So that's what's happened. Oh. It helps with traveling, too. Yes. Because oh. you're not like traveling across the country. You're just going... Like that, it's the same for the NHL. Does does so, basketball like it? Does every sport do every this? every? Yeah, in basketball, it's the basketball and hockey. It's the Eastern and Western Conference. Okay, I feel like I yeah. knew that. I guess I just didn't know what it did. Yeah, no, it's Learning. it's a, it's a lot of geography. Unless you're from Seattle, and then you're gonna travel no matter what because no one likes Seattle. Um, <laughs> Fuck Seattle. But yeah, just it's kidding. gonna be a good it's gonna be a good game. It's the two best teams. It's the best quarterback uh, for the Chiefs and the best overall team with the Eagles. So. Um, I have a hard time saying that the Eagles are going to win because they are direct rivals of my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, okay. are the Eagles, but they should win. Uh, they do have a better overall team, uh, but I am picking the Chiefs to win because I can't say a positive thing about the Eagles, especially not on recorded audio. That's like because, me saying something nice about the Boston Bruins. Yeah, Bruins are terrible as can't well. As a that. Montreal Canadiens fan, I oh. can't. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know that's like your. Mm. I know we're the worst as well. Don't don't get me wrong. It's I know just Montreal like I have Canadiens to fans be a are terrible. Leafs fan because like I don't. It's not great, but my whole family is. So it's just like I have to be. You don't have to be anything, Katie. I would like once my brother tried to become a Montreal fan because he was just so disappointed in the Leafs. It lasted a week and then he went back. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard that's a hard swap to do. But the football game should be entertaining. They're high scoring teams. Rihanna um, is going to put on an awesome. Uh, halftime performance. One of the players for the Chiefs already tweeted out, serious question, am I allowed to watch Rihanna during <laughs> halftime? So that's how excited people are yeah. about it, that players are willing to skip over their rest to actually be at the performance. Um, Chris Stapleton's going to kill it. I think Jason Derulo's in on the pregame as he well. He broke his foot, though. He did break his foot, or which is hilarious. Or knee or um, something. What are we looking at, Katie? No, I well, it was Jason, but I was also like, Jason Derulo broke his foot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a good game through and through. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, so if you're a betting person, bet the over, and that's all I can really... Did you play football ever? I didn't. No. Uh, I know it's surprising to hear that I've played any sports, being the height and 
athleticism that I am now. But I that's what I think what will go down is the coolest thing in my whole life ever is the fact that I could say at one point in my life I was the best 12 year old foul shooter in a city. What, Love in, it. in Kingston. In Kingston, yeah. There was a competition that was had, and I represented Kingston at the regional tournament where I sucked. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but I was great when it came to uh, that particular just the city event. Of Kingston. Yeah, just Kingston. In that so one thing. I played basketball, I played volleyball, I played baseball, I played badminton. Um, oh. Do you play badminton? Yeah. 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 Um, and I love football, but I don't play it. Uh, I am a couch. I a feel couch like coach it's for rare sure. for high schools to have football. Like I know some have football, but not. Does every high school have football? In I grew. No. I grew up in Timmins. We don't have football. I well, think they it's probably a, do now, but I think it's population based as well. I grew up in Kingston, where there were nine high schools, so um, there were more than enough people to go around to have an actual competitive yeah. league. Um, but I never played, mostly because. A, I was 125 pounds soaking wet, uh, and volleyball was on at the same time, and I liked volleyball way more. So yeah, fair. fair. How many fantasy football leagues are you in? Five. It's embarrassing. Holy Technically six, actually. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, including ours. Like the yes, the, well, the one the, the, that you're in that I run. Yeah, no, no, the work one. Oh, the work one. If that counts as one, then seven. Jesus. Seven. Yeah, yeah. I, it's almost like a it's a part time job. So I don't how know many why. Do you commission? I just I just do one. Just the I just one the that, commission the one. And okay. technically our work one I'm the commissioner of because I'm the one tabulating What's all the... What's the commissioner do? So I uh, have to contact... Well, first of all, I had to start the league by getting 10 people. And I love that I jokingly asked Kay once. She's like, yeah, I want to do it. I was like, okay, cool. There's. I think you were the last person to get in on the pool. Yeah, I was. Um, it's so, like, I need a 10th player. Who can I just maybe ask that? And I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it's just ten people drafting make believe teams with real players on them. I have to coordinate with all the owners we call ourselves. <laughs> we have to pay to be in the league, so technically you're the, the owner of your team. What is your team like? Okay, what's your team name usually? What's Hermione Dangers. And Cole, what are your team? What names? is my team name? Hold on. Are you always the same team name, or do you? Switch you can it up? change it. I think you changed yours this year. I did change it this year. So I'm the Dax, Dax Street Boys. <laughs> Instead of the Backstreet Boys, it's Dak Prescott. He's the quarterback of my favorite team. So uh, in one, I'm hide-and-go-Zeke. <laughs> Ezekiel good. Elliott is a running back for my favorite team. And uh, another one of my team is gambling on Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley <laughs> is a player who got suspended for an entire year for actually gambling on his team to win games. And you can't do that. You're not no. allowed to do that in okay. real sports. So I thought I was being creative. That so. is creative. I didn't. I didn't grow up watching football, but I grew up watching a lot of football movies. Remember the Titans? Top. We are Marshall. Like remember the Titans is the third greatest movie of all time. What are the first two? Jerry Maguire's number one. Mm. Step Brothers is number two. I, yeah, Step I give you Step Brothers. Jerry Maguire. Uh... Yeah, I don't. It, you, you're not the target audience there. But QB no. Gooding Jr. is yeah. the effing man. Tom Cruise is not usually the effing man, but he was in this one. And I had a huge crush on Renee Zellweger for some reason when I was growing up. So her it. being in that yeah, movie yeah, yeah. was A+. Plus the for kid's sure. cute in yep. that movie. That's why I remember. I'm just going Do through you know? our uh, fantasy stats, and you got sixth place. Yeah, I did. 
I'm Is ashamed to say. That's not great. No, well, you won more times than you lost. Yeah, but I didn't win any money, so it, you, it's terrible. Do you want to know how I did? I know how you did. I'm the commissioner. You came last, didn't you? I, you I, no, last. I did not finish Second last. last. I finished ninth out of ten, but I won one game out of 14. That's quite impressive. I had 13 losses, like basically in a row. Like every single get, week. Did the guy who came last lose all his games? No. 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 No, Alex also lost one game. Or won one game. Um, yeah, and he beat me, but the last place player, I think it was Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> who we all know. He used to work with us. Um, Kevin actually won eight games. But he How? ended up finishing last because of the consolation bracket? Yeah. 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 So it's weird. There's, There's a lot so of intricacies many, to yeah, it, which is... I love. I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm any sort of rain man by any means, You're but numbers just make sense to me a lot of times, and I can attribute that to watching sports. It's all I've done my whole life. It's pretty embarrassing. That's how I play fantasy yeah. is it's, it's on numbers and statistics because I don't watch a lot of football games. Like every so often I'll watch them. But, like, I go by the player's statistics, mm -hmm. and I build my team that way. Yep. That's how you're supposed to. Yep. Yeah, we do it wrong every year, Kate, because neither of us have won. Yeah. So. Well, clearly <laughs> my strategy is working yeah. for me. Don't, uh, it was uh, just injuries. Like, let's be serious. Sure. I'm sending this podcast to them. Okay. <laughs> you guys it. are all my best friends now, and <laughs> they just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today Tom Brady announced he's retiring for the second time. How do you feel? Honestly, I think that this is the smartest move that he could make. Um, there's so many people looking at how he retired last year and what's happened since then. Got Both divorced. Got divorced. I mean, sucked I'd, on the football field. Um, there's just a lot of things that um, that I think uh, went wrong for him this past year uh, that I think he finally had his aha moment. I think we all have an aha moment in life. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't had it yet, it's coming. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it's going to be. I feel like I've had a couple. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's mm -hmm. the crazy part about life, right? You can have those aha moments. I remember I got my heart broken, and that was what changed the game for me. And I'm so yeah. happy every day that I that I got my heart broken. Same. Um, but for him, um, I think there needs to be a realization that family has to come first. Mm -hmm. now. There's a reason why he was the greatest and may always be the greatest football player of all time uh, because he was willing to put in the time. But there's sacrifices to everything, right? And for him, it was sacrificing family. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Giselle has been telling him to retire for six or seven years now. And I never really thought about it from like a... Like a like a family perspective, it was also like, oh, well, you could get injured really bad, yeah. you know, and, you know, then that could affect your life. But it's like, no, 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 your kids are going through some of the most important developmental years of their life, mm -hmm. and you're watching you football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it always came off as her being kind of like a, you know, like a a wife that was too demanding and like of had him whipped and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. But it was it was very much... Money was never needed. She actually she's makes more money more, than yeah. he does. Really? In a year. Yeah, yeah, she's like that. stocked. So that's it, it. Needed to happen. I'm glad it did, and I'm I'm happy that it happened quickly because mm. so many people can leave that announcement until you know the summer. Yeah. Uh, but I think he wanted that off his chest immediately, and I think that shows for him that he's ready to move on. I so, hope so I hope he does because 
Second He's got nothing left to prove. He's the greatest of all time, and it's not close. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie trailer, 80 for Brady? <laughs> 80 for Brady. Mark and I were just talking about that what this morning. What is that? So it's four older women trying to sneak into the Super Bowl, the 2017 Super Bowl, uh, because they love Tom Brady so much. And then they end up getting, I don't know, I haven't seen the movie, but they end up getting into the locker room with... Tom Brady and But it's other. like Jane Fonda. Yeah. And Sally okay. Field. Sally Field. It's like a sacked cast. And I'm like, that's going to be hilarious. Yes. I think it's on the cover of People Magazine right now. I think Sally Field's on the cover of People Magazine about it. Love it. That's that's the yeah, only 80 for I Brady. It's it. it's good. We haven't, we've been to the theater <laughs> once uh, since the pandemic, but I think that would be a good one to go I see. I think I might go that just be yeah, hilarious. Too. I'm down. I also want to go see Magic Mike. <laughs> Like, You're on your own. Though. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not. About, I'm a fan of Channing Tatum. It's so no, he's funny. in my top five. I think he's Which a good I looking think dude. Which I actually but. so funny because you don't like men. I don't like men <laughs> that much, but I do. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the music. That's like, that's like teenage boys dance, talking about Playboy. Oh, I'm just reading the articles. I <laughs> I'm just was, here for the dancing, I was Katie buying, says. Um, like when I was younger, I would, not younger, like. 18, I started every time there was like Sports Illustrated swimsuit. I, I, I was like, I love this magazine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I have like five of them. I love them. Collected them. Um, yeah, me so, too. Yeah, right? Yep. I loved the articles. Um, me. No, but I started watching Magic Mike, the original, like whenever that came out, when I was straight, quote unquote, you know, it's the journey I've been through with all the Magic Mikes. <laughs> I gotta keep going. <laughs> Kate's having like a breakdown. <laughs> journey with Magic Mike. To gayness? Is that what it is? I guess. Yeah. I just, okay, like I get the whole concept behind male strippers. Like, I don't. That is terrifying to me. I just Blech. don't. No. Like, I love men, and I'm going to say this in the nicest way, but like, you're not attractive no, naked, no. especially when you're like ripped and like. Well, like, the, even if you're not ripped, no, there's truly. I imagine dad it's not, bod strippers. That'd love, be fun. I would love, I would love that. that. I won't I love, imagine that. No, I love I don't dad bods. No, but like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for the dancing and the storyline, okay. obviously. Hey, that's why I watched Step Up with uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah. So I get it. So I, I watched the one movie. where Jennifer Lopez was a stripper. Oh, Hustlers. Hustlers. Listening. Oh, yeah, that has Lizzo in it. Yeah, and just, that's a good yeah, one. I, that one I need to watch. Like, J-Lo's like, my number two. I she, love her. She walked yeah. on stage and she was doing like the twisty stuff on the, the, the twisty the, stuff on the pole. And I was like, that's oh, the technical term. Right? I remember shit. I because we used to go to the cab when I was 18. It was like the one place we could get in. And this stripper comes on. She's only dancing to country music. And I was like, yes, Belleville, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> Apparently, the the other one, the go-go, is like bougie now. Apparently. Go I haven't see. been. I don't go to strip clubs anymore. Right. Anymore, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I haven't been in a really long time. Dot, dot, dot. Anymore, she Anymore. Says. Anymore. Yeah, like we've never been. Um, circling back, what's your go-to Super Bowl snack? Everyone in the room, actually. I'm, I am terrible for picking one because um, I snack all the time. 
and I wonder why I'm so out of shape and feel like <laughs> shit. Uh, but I snack all the time. So it's I guess if we had to narrow it down specifically for um, uh, for the Super Bowl, I will eat a whole bag of Cool Ranch Doritos all by myself. Mm-hmm. I always have to go get a vanilla Coke from one of the ghetto uh, corner stores that aren't legally allowed to sell them but still do uh, because vanilla Coke is the best. You and can get it at Wendy's on Fountain. Yes, it's not the same. Okay. That's not even close to the same. Whoa. And uh, pizza is always a good a good choice. I don't normally have wings, but Super Bowl, that's a must for sure. But I could go on because I will What's stuff What's your go-to regular snack? My go-to regular snack, I could eat any potato chips. Yeah, okay. Fuck the yeah, entire I bag. Yeah, I I, I'm terrible for that sort of stuff. You know what I ate last night while I was watching TV before I went to bed? I decided to eat Life Cereal. That was my snack at 11.30 last night. Yeah, why not? It's really well, plain, isn't it? Right? I thought it was a healthy choice for, <laughs> with for a midnight snack. Did you have milk with it? <laughs> no. Just dry. Straight isn't out of the bag, like, homie. Um, yeah. You know what? That's, I, I can see it. Isn't it like cornflakes? Or is it not similar to cornflakes? Life? Well, kind of, but not really. In that it's not healthy and it's sugary, I guess. Oh, but is no. it sugary? Yeah, it's got some oh, sugar in it. That's that. why I ate it as a snack. If I wanted to eat like a toddler, I'd just have regular Cheerios, <laughs> which I have also done in the past. But uh, regular snacks. Yesterday, Cheerios are I had a crazy moment where all of a sudden I could taste a Joe Louie in my mouth. Like I wasn't eating a Joe Louie. Right. I was just like, oh my God. I think I want a Joe Louie today. And then Jeanette bought me Joe Louis, and I had one for the like first time. Like telepathically, or did you tell no, her? No, I told her. Oh, okay. I, I was, was going to say, phone gosh. And I was like, man, all of a sudden I can like taste a Joe Louie in my mouth. What a fun memory that is. <laughs> and then. Uh, Do you freeze? You should freeze them. I did. And yeah. so. See, I never understand that. People freezing their chocolates or their treats. It makes no sense to me. Apparently, freezing potato chips is Salt really vinegar good. chips is like the best thing. <laughs> no. Can we talk? Hard Sorry, pass. quickly, just like. You're eating. You don't like a lot of things, right? I don't. You're I very don't. picky. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you eat? Is that a shorter <laughs> list? Uh, then the snacks that I eat. Um, you know, it's it's very interesting. I I continue to like to think that Kirsten has forced me into a new. Um, uh, a new palette of things to eat. It's when I say, oh, yeah, let's order sushi. I'm having cucumber rolls. That's all <laughs> I'm having. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But to call that sushi, like mm-hmm. me eating sushi, that's 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 a lie. I like cucumber rolls. What about avocado? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm a very texture-based person, like in life and with, with food mostly. with cucumber? No, it doesn't matter. Mark doesn't like uh, avocado either. I don't like Avocado, I mean, not that you put mushrooms in sushi. Uh, you probably in, could. In you sushi, can. Yeah, but d- mushrooms, I don't get. Onions, I don't get. Garlic, Onion? I don't get. What? Sorry, yeah. you don't just get like basic flavoring to no. things? No. So, like, what about garlic bread? I am the most vanilla person on this planet. Like, you don't even okay, know. Wait, garlic bread is fine, but that's mostly because of the bread. Uh, the I, bread and the butter? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. But I. I mean, we eat pasta. We yeah. Kirsten is she's got a meat protein allergy, so we don't eat a lot of meat at our That's house. That's crazy. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of pasta. There's a lot of rice. Last night we had. <laughs> I don't know why. She grew up in Toronto, where she was one of the few white people in her neighborhood. Yeah. So she's all about like I think she was exposed to a lot of things yeah. growing up. Whereas I lived in Kingston. <laughs> we had this. I don't even know what it. It's like an aloo. I can't even say. Alu gobi? No. Oh, it's like a so good. 
potato pancake yeah. uh, oh. with spices in it. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. But anyways, that's about. what we had for dinner last night. Uh, I didn't cook it well. Kirsten did not eat all of it. So... <laughs> I screw up heating things. That's how terrible I am in the kitchen. I will clean. I will. I can't fix anything. I will do any sort <laughs> of household <laughs> chores, and I will do any sort of you laundry? know taking care. Oh, I love laundry. Okay, I can oh, do. Okay. I I'll take the dog out for five walks every day. Uh, but as soon as as it comes to in the kitchen, I will pick up the groceries, and that is my extent. Because I like it. As a 37-year-old man, I made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch two days ago. And I thought, you know what? This is good. This, this is, is enough. This, <laughs> this, this, is, this is sustainable, me. and it's good. So that that's my creativity, which is zero. That's yeah. a, there's, I don't... Honestly, sometimes a classic. Pe- do you like crunchy peanut butter? Sure. Okay. I'm, okay. I was like, is that too much texture? <laughs> I always say... I, I, I laugh to myself... If God gave me a good singing voice, not that I believe necessarily in God, but if my creator gave me a good singing voice or the ability to cook, the world would just be over. Like, that's perfection right there. <laughs> One All of the two. here. Yeah. If I had a perfect singing voice or could cook in the kitchen, everybody watch out because Cole's taking over the world. But I can't do either. So <laughs> I'm just basic Cole also, okay, <laughs> living also here Also, for context, um, Cole's office used to be right beside mine, and he would sing a lot. Yeah. Um, and I kind of miss it. Yeah, but then you left and I moved in and then I started singing all the time. <laughs> I think you probably bring in a different playlist than I do. I'm very nostalgic and I think that's probably what can be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you'd always like bust it. Like if I ever reference like a 90s or 2000s like super like underground pop song, like a Canadian pop song, like you know it. Yeah. Because I'm just kind of like, like I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> We grew I, up in the same era. Yeah, yeah. We're geriatric millennials, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't emos. know if you guys Elder play this emo. game. Maybe maybe I'm not as weird as I think I am. But I will go down a road in my brain of the most interesting scenarios and the weirdest of situations. And I brought this up to my family once, and I got a lot of looks, but then it was a fun game to play. And it's like, if you had to do something extreme to gain a talent of yours that you don't have, would you do it? Maybe. And I put it to a fr- uh, to my brother-in-law. <laughs> if there were no consequences to killing a criminal, but you got to be whatever you wanted to be in life. What kind of criminal? That's just it. There's there's weird parameters to the game that are not set in stone. But if it came down to a good singing voice, someone's gonna die. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I it's so terrible and so morbid oh to gosh. think, but that's where my brain goes. It would depend on the type of criminal. Right? Like I'd kill yeah. Ted Bundy, I guess. Yeah, like Shit, can I say that? Throw me throw happen. me the We can edit this if you'd like. It's your yeah. podcast. Oh, I edit so many yeah. things. I went to the episode where we talk about feet pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Which I also don't get, by the way. Feet pictures? Know. No, no, I, I understand the concept of it. You I don't, don't understand, understand why the people fetish. like yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I've sold feet photos. Once again, I'm a basic bitch. So I tried to sell feet photos. I don't think feet are like they don't get me going. Here's what I'll say about feet, and this is going to take another weird turn. I don't think any of them should have hair. I don't care what gender you... My I feet shave have the top hair. of my toes. Yeah. My mom... So as do I, I. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Sometimes I do, yeah. My mom tried to wax my feet as a child, Martha, and the wax got stuck to <laughs> my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I checked that out. very coarse it's, like, it's like sometimes I wonder like how you became you, <laughs> and then you tell me these stories about Martha waxing your <laughs> feet, and I'm like... 
There, there it is. It is. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It all oh. makes sense. Now. Yeah. I had a very interesting like upbringing. I'm not against people who do whatever they want to themselves. No, of course. I'm all on board with that. But when it comes to uh, what I find attractive. Feeding it. Feeding it. Not for me, no. no. Feet are just like, because I know like a lot of people are like repulsed by feet. Like yeah, people like my think best they're friend gross. hates feet. And I'm just like, because I grew up dancing. I was like, I was going to be a podiatrist. Like mm-hmm. that's, I was like. You were really into them. But yeah, not but not in, like, not a, in a sexy, sexy time way. way. Just like I'm like I get it. Like, yeah. like yep. feet are cool. Yeah, they get. I mean, you they get me you everywhere. Yeah, sometimes my feet hurt. My feet always hurt. I don't know what that means. Okay, you as a not trained podiatrist, Kirsten tried to say, "I don't. I think you need to drink more water." I think that's just her natural way of telling me that I just need to drink more water because yeah, I yeah. drink maybe one cup a day. Yeah, you need to drink. What do you drink? Pardon me. What do you drink? Uh, well, I wake up with a bowl of cereal with milk, so that counts as milk. Liquid. Yeah. Liquid. <laughs> I've got my ice cap that I have every, every single day. day. Because um, you don't drink coffee, right? I hate coffee. I hate a lot of warm things, like soup I don't really like, uh, <laughs> hot chocolate I'm not really a fan of, tea I'll only drink when I'm sick, coffee I think tastes like absolute Assholes. I It's so funny, when I think about all the things that I hate, it's like the most popular things on this world. I hate water, I hate beer, I hate wine, you and I hate like, coffee. What do you like, what alcohol? I'm a Bailey's, Bailey's guy. Yeah, yeah. Bailey's. Is that yeah. it though? I'm a Bailey's guy. I'm I'm to, to, I've seen you drink other things. I'm not allowed to say that I like vodka and Red Bull uh, <laughs> because both delicious. myself and my wife's family have had heart history problems. Uh, okay, so, so me drinking cannot. vodka and Red Bull is a no-no. But huh, one of my favorite things in life happened when I was drunk on vodka Red Bull. And I don't, when I say drunk, I've been drunk maybe three times in my you life. You know, your whole life. I've had alcohol poisoning three times in my life. Uh, well, it wasn't because of Ferg. He was <laughs> But it was when there. he was there. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. We ended up running into this record label guy for an artist named Andrew Allen. <laughs> I know um, where this is going. And Andrew Allen, I got to interview him here by sheer luck. Uh, when he was rolling through town one one year, Ferg was going to do the interview, and he was like, "Oh, I've got this Canadian guy from out west coming in." And I was like, "Oh, what's his name?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Andrew Allen." Trying to say it nonchalantly, and I'm pretty sure that I jumped out of my fucking chair and my head hit the ceiling. I was like, "Andrew Allen?" He's like, "He's like, yeah." Do you want to interview him? I was like, yes. And then we became best friends. Andrew Allen didn't know it at the time, but we did. But I got to saying to the record label guy. Um, on Vodka Red Bulls. Andrew Allen, he's great. I'm so glad you got to interview him. We're going to play his song as our first dance uh, at our wedding. He's like, that's great, man. Awesome. Well, I a couple months later get a video emailed to me from Ferg, who had coordinated with the record label guy to have Andrew Allen videotape a message for us to play on our wedding day. Oh my goodness. Like, I and, like, like It was super cool. He was just like, Hey, Cole, like, congratulations to you and Kirsten. And what was really weird is he used a lot of keywords that kind of fit our relationship that Ferg wouldn't know about. <laughs> so it was just, it's so f- cool how it naturally just fit into how we would describe our relationship. All the words he was saying, it's like, yeah, no, this checks out. Andrew Allen's the fucking man. I was right. <laughs> Needless he to say. He seems like the coolest dude. Like, because I've met him twice. Yep. Why don't I know and who this person is? He's so talented. The yep. time he did that, what was he was singing Sublime in the studio Ooh. with like that like looping machine yep. thing. And he was sitting here and he was just like jamming and then he started playing Sublime. I'm like, whoa, hi. Yeah. Those are my people. Yeah. Now I'm interested. Andrew. So Andrew Allen has a song 
It's called Loving You Tonight is what really kicked it off for him. But he's had a couple of songs since then that have played on the radio. But that song is just... Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys sing to yourselves randomly without actually time. hearing music. Constantly. But mm-hmm. Loving You Tonight is a song that always pops up into my mind. Um, and okay. For me, yeah. it's right now, it's all the Encanto soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. I think it's Miley Cyrus, but it's not Flowers. It's like it's like her old stuff. I love Flowers. That's a great song. It's a great song. See, I'm not a fan of Miley, but I get it. Yeah. I always, I'm not about the drama, but I do like Easter eggs, and there seems to be a lot of them in. It's just this like I grew song. up with like Hannah Montana, and then oh, okay, like she I, started smoking weed. I, I started smoking weed. Like I was just on. Like am I Miley? No. But maybe I don't know. Same timeline kind of thing. She's a little gay. I'm a little gay. Like you know, <laughs> life of a. What are millennial. Katie's influences? Hannah Montana and Magic Mike. <laughs> and now I'm and gay. Martha. <laughs> it explains everything. <laughs> it I all makes sense. Martha, party Martha. She's my favorite. Martha's favorite drink is Jaeger on ice. So that, that checks also out. Explains that- some things. I love Jaeger. I love Jaeger. I used to be a Jaeger girl in Toronto. Yeah. I- I don't understand. I didn't drink in high school. Like, I was the biggest nerd ever. I went to one party in all of high school. Uh, In college, I think I maybe went to two, but I never drank at anything. I didn't drink until I started working here. Makes sense. That checks out, like, Started going to country. And it's not a lot. By no means is it a lot. But, like, it's so funny how heartbroken I was back in the early 2000s when weed was kind of, like, not a thing. Well, it was very much a thing, but not legal. And I just remember being heartbroken with some of my, like, teammates got caught like smoking weed or getting drunk at dances and getting suspended from my sports teams and I was like you're my idol and now you're in trouble and now I can't like you it's so weird how the brain works sometimes and for me that's what it was once again oh. not exposed to a lot as a kid <laughs> but no. I, I started smoking weed late at my school like grade 10 never tried it you've ne- never done the marijuana zero you'd be fun on a little bit high I think I what I think what would edible? happen is I, a lot of this is bottled up in here. I think yeah, a yeah. lot would come out. Oh yeah. I think I'd be a, I'd be a, waterfall of information and emotions, and I don't think it would be pretty. No. It's not like that though. No. It can't. I've been for those that are used to it. I think I. What I didn't realize is the first time I ever had too much to drink is I'm a I'm a touchy person. Apparently, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I wasn't like groping anybody, but I was just, I had to touch everybody I was talking to, which was really weird. Um, But I don't know, just, uh, it's funny that uh, for um, the cool factor that I think I am, I think I'm a pretty cool dude. I think you're pretty cool. I don't do anything cool. Uh, (laughs) What used to be cool, right? Yeah, Yeah, no, what's. So that's, that's what, that's what always has me being like, "Mm, cool, maybe you're not. Because you haven't done anything. That's the best part about being the sober person, is you get to see everybody else in their vulnerability. I'm not going to blackmail anybody, but I've seen things, and I think it's hilarious that I can remember them. Because I'm literally just, like, the type of person to, like, even when I'm drinking, I just want to, like, snuggle up in a comfy spot and, like, just watch everything. Yeah, I sit and I watch. People watch, eh? Yeah. 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 I like, like, I love airports for that same reason. I love airports. I think I'm too judgmental. (laughs) Oh, I'm super judgy. <laughs> I, I think I, 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 I believe that one of my superpowers, because I think everybody has superpowers. I don't know if you believe you have your own, but one of my superpowers is being able to tell what type of person somebody is. 
Like Kevin Spacey, I always knew he was a perv. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. super disgusting like person. aura is just like super fucked up. All mm-hmm. from the get-go. Uh, but just even pre- people in my life, when I hear certain things, I'm like, yeah, I know. I knew that already. Yeah. So, But I don't think I could be a people watcher because then I just have this bitch face on the whole time being like, you're a terrible person. You're probably this. You're probably that. Okay, so what did you think about Katie when you first met her? Well, that's, that's I was the, a child. Here's the thing. She was a child. So there, that wasn't fair. I because was like, I've been here for 15 years, right? Oh, right. He met so, me when I was like 12. I can't do the math. I'm 27. 12. So 12, so 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um... I know. So you can't really judge kids, so. No, I do, but (laughs) but (laughs) not my boss's kid. (laughs) You can judge me, I'm sure. He judges me. So were you like, who the fuck is this chick when I walked in the door? Who? Me. To you? Yeah. No, what, uh, what was... What I didn't like about you is I knew you were coming in to do some of the jobs that I had done. Yeah. And although I knew I wasn't qualified for them, I'm a very protective person I know. of things. <laughs> um, so, yes, it wasn't a personal attack on you because what I loved about you coming in, I was like, finally, someone my age. Because when you look around <laughs> the building, this was before Emily. Oh, yeah. Uh, Al was gone at that point. Yeah. Um, Wiggy wasn't here yet. No. I don't think Sam wasn't here. Sam started right before I did. Right. So Sam was here. So just the people are. So I was happy that someone my age was coming in. But you, I I didn't judge you. I judged what you were coming to do. So <laughs> you're welcome. Fair enough. <laughs> no, but that checks out. Like, yeah. I get it. Because it's like. Even like it's just like kind of like it's, you have all these little things that you do all the time every day and like letting go of some of them is really hard. Yeah. Like I've given you things and I'm just kind of like, oh, God, but it's my baby. I know. But it's I'll fine. Be like, I can do this. And you're like, no, I like doing that. I'm like, yeah. OK, I could do this. And you're like, no. I'm like, OK, I'm going to go make something up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I gave you good news. I love that. I love email blasts. Yeah. See, I hate doing love email blasts. Email blasts. I know that we need them, but and I, I love like hate putting scheduling them things. Yeah, you're good at that. And I love going out and talking to people. Hate that. We really like yin yang. Yin yang, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. There, I think opposites attract is is any sort of relationship yeah. sort of builder. Because you and Jeanette very similar. Also, she's in love with you. So it's, well, I mean, same. Awkward. No, it's it's like it's very known. Like she'll come in. I'm like, oh, you came inside. She's like, I'm gonna go say hi to Kay. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Like, I, I do the that. same, but when you bring in Creed, I don't need to talk to anybody. <laughs> and I was finally the uh, victim of being the person, uh, normally whenever I see animals out in public, I will talk to the animals and not the owners. Mm-hmm. And once I'm done talking with the animals, I will just keep going. <laughs> a guy did that to Winnie and I on our walk a couple of days ago, and I was like, ah, that's what that feels like. Just completely Be ignore the person. completely invisible. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> All because your dog is too darn cute. I literally just want a dog so I can walk it and like have a cute dog. My dog with but three wa- legs like loses his mind when he sees people or dogs. Like he's a psycho, and but he only has three legs. So people are like, "Oh my god, he's so well adjusted." As he's like muzzled, and he's like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, like <laughs> whatever you say." Sure. Well adjusted. Well adjusted, much like myself. This was fun. This was fun. Thank it you. It was all over the map. That's and what I, I do think are. that that's what my my brain is like. So Look, I think this worked. But out. also, that's like kind of our vibe, right? Right. It's just like it's just a conversation. We're not doing anything crazy. You guys should be proud of yourselves. You know, I know that you started this from nothing, basically, <laughs> pretty much. It was an idea, and there's so many people out there that 
come up with all the greatest ideas and then never do get them? to fulfill them. Yeah. And to do it successfully, um, and you guys can joke about it all you want. Um, <laughs> Stop, you know, I'm very emotional today. <laughs> one of uh, Actually, here's a fun Fun story. The first person I ever hired when I was the promotions manager um, here at the station, I ran into her at a local pet store a couple of weeks ago. She tried to credit me a little bit with Babes of Quinty, and I was like, I have nothing to do with this. The only thing that I have in relation to the Babes of Quinty podcast is the fact that it happens in the same building that I work. So you guys should be proud of yourselves. I think uh, you. uh, you're reaching a lot of different people, which is cool, and, and you're doing it all on your own. So uh, good for you guys, and I'm Thank happy you. that you asked. Thank you. That was well, you did so save nice. our butts because everything went I'm wrong. I'm filler. This I'm week. fine with that. I'm used to that. No, but it was good. <laughs> it was really good. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like a really long time. I feel like I know. Because I'm an upstairs person now. Yeah. yeah, I know. In my own little corner, singing to myself. I just come and I get things from you. That's like, fine. Give I'm used me to this. It. <laughs> I am used to that. <laughs> that was amazing. That was good. That was like. I was a little stressed this week. Like yesterday, my eye wouldn't stop twitching. And then, but Cole came through and we have an episode. Yeah. No, and he was super easy to talk to. He was so easy to talk to. Yeah. Answered the questions well. Yeah. I feel like it helps that he understands. Not to touch the table and where to be by the mic. And that is nice. I feel like we need to start training our guests. I know, I just feel so bad. And, like, when they're telling me a really good story and, like, touching the table, I don't want to, like, stop them. But also, like... But then I have to really, like, edit out some tapping and then it Stop touching the table. I'm so guilty for that. I know, and usually in this studio, in the cool studio, I take that table away. Yep. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Um, But what's what's going on in your life? We didn't really touch on this um, in the intro. My grandfather passed away. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yesterday. That sucks. So um, sorry. So, like, he's not biologically my grandfather. He's like your step. So it's my right? stepfather's father. But my dad pieced out, like, when I was younger. So I've had Mark in my life for a really long time. I'm gonna cry. That's okay. I might cry but too. But like, you know what I mean. And I'm not super close with his parents, but like, my sister is. Mm-hmm. And it was always nice. I don't even know why I'm crying. I think when anyone dies. Even if you're not that close with them, because but it's like, impacting the people in your life, that yeah. that also is hard. Like, and obviously, like I gave a shit about him, mm-hmm. but it's like he was so important to everybody, and I just feel bad. Yeah, and I'm sad about it. You're very much so allowed to be sad about I it. I know. And have a good cry. Okay, I haven't cried at all, but now I'm crying. Um, no, but it was of course just- it happened here. That's not shocking. Oh. No, yeah, and because I haven't cried about it because I found out yesterday. Yeah, you it found yes- out we were in the studio and you found out. Yeah, it was yesterday morning. Um, yeah, so that's been my week. It's been a week. But um, we have tukes. <laughs> we have tukes. <laughs> Segway. Um, no, I almost cried this morning. Jeanette said something to me and I just like almost started crying. And I was just like, I just I'm have a lot sad. of feelings. I'm, oh, I, I, I remember why. Okay, so. Oh yeah, you have the big sads. I had the big why. sads and <clears throat> I figured out why I have the big sads and it's my own fault. What did you do? <laughs> I adjusted my prescription with my oh. doctor and I've been taking the wrong dose. You've I've, been taking not enough? Not enough. Like by a third. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
So I've been taking almost, yeah, so I've been taking two-thirds of my regular dose of antidepressants. And <laughs> so I was like, oh, I wonder why I'm so sad. Like, this is oh, really weird. Oh, my goodness, that happened to me And this it's because morning. I literally just, I, I did it to myself. I'm literally... If yeah. I don't see my meds, sometimes I forget to take them. And that has happened the past three mornings. Oh, yeah. No. And I was like, I'm so sad today. And then I was like, looked in my bathroom. I was like, I haven't taken my meds in so long. Um, so I why. took it this morning. So fingers crossed I uh, feel better. But That's why know. I have my rainbow pill organizer because that's the most punk rock thing I've ever done. I love I, I've always thought about having a pill organizer just because sometimes like I'm like, did I take my meds? Like, what? Yeah, I, that's why the only way I can find out. Then is I look at the color and I'm like, oh, right. I took my meds this morning. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I'll forget. Like, it'll be noon. I'm like, did I take my meds today? And if I just have them in the pill bottle, I'll just be like, okay, no, I took my meds. And when I actually didn't. Yeah. And then I just. My- also, it's just so part of my like life. I remember someone said to me. So I've been on meds. I went on meds in like grade 12 my anxiety and depression was like so bad um and I went I finally went on meds and I adjusted them all and stuff (laughs) like so I've been on them for like 10 years at different like dosages and stuff I remember someone said to me like what if you go off your meds and you know you like go outside more and like (laughs) I was like oh yeah no I don't think that'd be great for me like I, I do go outside and I yeah. work out and I really try and I go to therapy. I, I work Honestly, on myself. I just I think that's like a super comp like there's that's like a common misconception. I think with mental health is like mm-hmm. there is situational depression. Yeah. And there's like actual like major depressive disorder. Yeah. Which is two very different very things. Very different things. Situational depression. Like, yeah, you can take meds for a couple months and then mm-hmm. wean yourself off and it'll be fine. Like if you're going through like. Yeah something very traumatic Traumatic. like that is totally normal and that's totally fine but like I have major depressive disorder yeah and ADHD and like all these other things so it's like I my baseline is just depressed Depressed, yeah and I'm always gonna be on these meds and I'm always gonna be on meds and I remember I remember going to therapy and when I was younger and realizing like this is my life like this is going to be for the rest of my life it's been yeah. I I've been in therapy since I was like in grade five I think is when my parents first sent me but I had like major anxiety before that yeah and it took a long time and I think it's I want to say it's more common now to like talk about it but we yeah. I was in that that high school where like I was one of the only people in my high school where it was like known I had depression and like yeah no we didn't talk about it like mm-hmm. it was just like not something I have to say my family is really good about it because we they had to deal with me I may cry but you know like I've had my brother have to like pick me up off the floor <laughs> from a panic attack you know yeah. and those are just like why are we crying today I haven't cried on the podcast yet um welcome to the club yeah you know like I but said yeah. I remember I was watching Ginny and Georgia and the, mm-hmm. the, the son in it has depression and like his mom hands him his meds and then just like rubs his back. And I remember my mom doing that to me like in high school. Why am I crying? Because <laughs> it's vulnerability. Yeah. And I think like, like it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. And I think I hope that people listen to this and like know that. And there's people yeah. out there who are not are, okay, but you can still okay. thrive. Yeah, you can still thrive and like try your best and go to therapy and like people will still love you 
I feel like that's the thing. That's the thing I struggle with the most is when I'm feeling really sad and depressed. It's like I kind of I push everybody away. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, no, I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to do my thing yeah. and just like kind of keep it all to myself. Like well, I don't when, talk to. No, when I was younger, I had friends like say they couldn't be my friend anymore because I was just too sad. Aww. So then I would like hide it, which is why I'm so funny because use humor I to use mask. humor to mask what's going on. Um, and I am hilarious if you didn't know everyone. But uh, <laughs> you are funny. I am funny. But like mental health illness runs in my family like it is it is what it is you know yeah and you know i have bipolar too and it's a fun time but it it took a long time to figure out that's what was going on well that's why i think like it's so important that one like not even just talking about it but like pressuring governments to you know help you know fund the programs to like help people through these things because right now it takes forever forever and it's like there's wait lists and there's all these things. And it's like, you know what? Like, if you get a handle on these things when mm-hmm. you're younger, yeah. adulthood is a lot easier. It is. And, and it's it, already a struggle. Yeah. I saw this TikTok yesterday and it was ha- saying how, like, there's so many more people now with, like, ADHD and autism. And then they were comparing it. Um, in the 1920s, there was, like, this uprise in left-handed people. Mm-hmm. And it's because for so long, it was the norm to, like, be right-handed and force yourself to be right-handed. Yeah. And then there was, like, more education and, like, outspokenness about, like, being left-handed doesn't mean anything bad. Just... And so now that's what's happening with, like, ADHD and autism is that people are talking about it and being educated. And, and that's why more people getting their diagnosis and, like, working on themselves. So it's not that people are making up they have ADHD and autism it's a thing that's out there but it, it, but it's had to be masked for so long well and that's the thing too is like I can guarantee you there are so many parents out there that have some sort of like oh, yeah. autism or ADHD and they've never been diagnosed with it and those are the people that especially like the older people that are you know stubborn or mm-hmm. they're set in their ways like certain things are like really like cagey or defensive it's like guaranteed they've been living their entire life not knowing yeah that they have this disorder because that's not something you talked about or if no. you did talk about it you were quote-unquote crazy, crazy and you got sent to the institutions and like one of Jeanette's family members was telling me like his sister is crazy and I was like I'm the wrong person to be talking yeah. about you know to like this about because I'm like actually crazy but not actually you know what I mean like yeah but okay fun cry that happened that was my first podcast cry I think it was whoa I feel hot it's really hot in here I'm sweating my so god much. I got my hair done yesterday and you know when you're getting beautiful. highlights and you're like in foils and it was hot in the salon and I was just like like I could feel sweat dripping down Love my it. body and, and you I have like, like the cape on I have the cape and then they were putting the heat on me and I was just like oh this is a lot, yeah. but I made it through. My, yeah, Caitlin doesn't use heat on me anymore. Uh, it, it wasn't long. Oh, does it? Just because it's so hot? No, it just I think it just like, I think the bleach just doesn't need heat. <laughs> like, I'm like, my head is already so hot right now. Why do we need a... Yeah, anyways. But your we, hair looks beautiful. Thank you. It's like a good blunt cut. She did a really good job. Thank you, um, Tara from the salon. They're great there. I like them. I see Rachel sometimes. and Like she, Rachel does balayage? Yeah, she also uh, owns a Poma Farms. So we go. Wait, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, I love her. And like their farm and like, 
yeah, follow follow Rachel does Balayage, but also Can we have her on pod? Yeah. I wasn't ready for a while because I wasn't ready to talk farming, but like I when I go and get my hair done with her, all we do is like shoot shit about farming. It's so fun. Yeah, I want But her. Tara was really great too and we talked about dogs the whole time. So great. Loved it. We have merch. Oh my god. Okay. So we have uh, some sick merch. I am obsessed with these toques. These toques. I have worn them. I walked in today for the third day in a row wearing with a toque. It, yeah. I'm now in a ponytail because I got hot. It's hot today. But in I'm, here. which is weird because it's really cold outside. Yeah, but I think they turned the heat up in the office. It's weird. I don't yeah, like well it. Well, that I checks out. I don't it like down. it. It no. needs to be down more. Um, but the toques are adorable. They're very comfy. They're stretchy. They're soft. The color is Canadian like. Canadian made. Perfect. Yeah. I love a Canadian. Like, they're great. They're on the website now. You can bundle it with a hoodie and get a sick discount. Yeah, use promo code Get It Babe. Get it, babe. And uh, you'll save some dollars on a bundle. Yeah. Um, if you need shipping, we can make that. We'll, we'll ship it for you. Um, we just don't want to have to ship a whole ship shitload everything. of stuff. Because um, um, we don't know how to price that <laughs> we're learning we're learning as we go Please but if you need that. shipping like we dm us yeah. or email um, us whatever we'll ship it to you shout out to everyone who's ordered so far we we do really appreciate it because it just it, it means a lot and if you need a size that we don't have oh, like that's yeah. sold out just like send us a dm and we'll make sure it happens and shout out again to northern craft supply for just like just being so it. incredible and being so supportive like like they've been like i i genuinely love them as people i do and i think i just got an email Did i, I saw that yeah i think we just got an email that they will be adding a prize to bingo night to bingo night so mm-hmm. also get your tickets for bingo people please if you want to come to bingo if you want to come to it, it is just going to be fun um t- we have a deal on that too now yes. you can save I forgot the promo code. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but you can save, I think, like 15% on your ticket. Um, and then maybe we should do like a Valentine's Day special. Like if you and your your friend are coming, like you can get two tickets and, and save. I like that. Or something. Because um, it is on Valentine's Day, February 13th with Kira Reed from the Grange. And, and we have prizes. We have prizes. And I want to say... Saigon, I have to talk about it. It's not making me cry again. Big props and like shout out to Saigon. They made the decision to like take a step back from the restaurant. Um, and I think just focus on like family and figure out what's next. And mm-hmm. it's it's not by forever. It's just it's like a break and like good for them realizing that they needed to stay like it was time to take a step back and like like Fong Re-evaluate. is a hustler, like that woman is a fucking superstar. Yeah. She is everything, and, like, so they were going to donate a $50 Saigon gift card, but now they are donating a $50 Grange gift card. <laughs> so um, shout out to Fung and her family for just being amazing and, like— So supportive of us. So supportive and just kicking ass at what they're doing. And just genuinely the nicest people. Yeah, so nice. And, uh, again, we have, we'll have prizes from the main character, PEC, and the Beauty, uh, Collective. The Beauty Collective, and then Northern Craft Supply now. Uh, if you buy a ticket, you get put into, like, a, a door prize yeah. raffle. Um, and we're going to play bingo. And, and with your ticket, you'll also get a sticker. Yeah, a sticker a and a magnet. Maybe a keychain. I don't Maybe, remember I don't what know. I wrote on the thing. A pin. We have pins. We have pins. We'll surprise you. Yeah, we'll just give you a little goodie bag with you, your bingo cards, a bingo dabber, and a yeah, 
And uh, stay tuned because, yeah, maybe we'll do like a Valentine's Day special. Yeah. Maybe there might be a, a special prize from us, too. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. And my uh, my mom's going to be there. so And Martha will be there. She'll be on And Zoom. quite frankly, Martha being there is worth it. She's like so the fun. entry alone. She's so funny. She is. She's a hoot. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm scared what you're about to say. <laughs> okay. So you do? your parents were in Florida. Yeah. For a couple weeks. And you watched and their cat. I watched Cooper, their cat. He's obese. Sorry. It's so funny. Um, I think he's just like a fat cat in general. Okay, so well, what happened was they sent him with food, mm-hmm. um, but he was like, this is bougie food. I think he's still on like kitten bougie food. Okay, well, whatever bougie food it he is, wanted the he wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, he wanted okay. the items. Like he, he also is like the first cat that eats just like any human food. Everything. He everything. ate butter chicken. Yeah. And I had to, I texted Martha. I'm like, I am so sorry if his poops are super stinky. Yeah. No, that's I'm just like, his it's poop. because he's eating everything, like on the counters, eating bread. Yeah. He's like, like no cat doing? they've ever had. Anyways, so I'm, it was Sunday when they, they came back Saturday or Sunday? I think Saturday. Saturday. So it was Saturday. She's texting me. She's like, hey, I'm almost at your place. And yeah. I was like, okay, great. So I'm walking out to the parking lot with this cat. Kate's carrying, other things, whatever. We meet John and Martha in the parking lot, and they're like, hey, how's it going? Martha looks at me. She's like, what's on your neck? Did it's, he scratch you? No, it's my fucking rash. <laughs> so, I have, like, this crazy rash, like, where my neck meets my shoulder because I wore a necklace, and I slept in it, and oh. it hasn't gone away yet. <gasps> what the heck? So I have no idea. And John looks at her. He's like, you can't ask her that, Martha. <laughs> She's like, no, she's like, Katie, it's fine. (laughs) Someone said something to me yesterday. I was like, Emily was there. It was our production guy. And he goes, I hope that didn't offend you. And Emily goes, I don't think you can offend Katie. And I'm like, it's really hard. I'll say that. It's really hard. Yeah. Like, so funny. Anyways, yeah, yeah. no, that was my interaction with Martha. She's fun. I love her. Um, I love her, too. You're not my mom, but... She's like a mom, I feel like, to everyone. She gives a good mom hug if you ever need, like, a mom hug. I always need a mom hug. Yeah, right? Mom hug me more. So it's been a day. It's been a week. We're recording another episode tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and God. we're doing two recordings next week. Oh, oh. Workshop. That's, oh, my, oh God. my God. Okay. The workshop. So one more thing coming up. Uh, we, Brianna from the Small Business Center, reached out to us about leading a workshop called How to Start and Market a Podcast. So on February 16th, it's a free event. It's at the Small Business Center, I believe. At the Small Business Center. It's free. And we're going to teach you how to do what we're doing. Yeah. Or at least guide you in the right direction. Yeah. And how you can do it, you know, without having a full radio set up. Yeah. Because, like, I get it. We have a radio station. We have a radio station. (laughs) But there's ways to do it without all this. And we're going to teach you to the best of our abilities how to do it. Yeah. So So. if you want to come hang out and learn some things, because we're going to talk about marketing, too, and, like, just how to get it on the Spotify's, the Apple Music's, like... There's a, we'll share in this, in this show notes, check it out there. There'll be like an event link and always just check out our website, babesofquinny.ca. Cause I think it's pretty much like go in. Yeah. I still can't figure out that mobile thing. Oh yeah. There's weird color, but, but like whatever, you can still read it. And, uh, <laughs> it's like the worst take on like, it's fine. It's fine. That's uh, my life. It's fine. Um, yeah. Everything's on our website. There's like an event page. There's a shop. There's. 
Yeah. Okay, so I'm sitting in front of a screen that has like radio things yeah, on it I'm that I don't understand. And there's just like a bunch of buttons that have, I guess, like different sound effects. Yeah. Um, one of them's for like for the weather. One of them's for the I was going to make some for us. Yeah. So there's one on here that says sexy bed, Wiggy and McKay. <laughs> Where is it? It's green. It's like the second last one. Sexy bed, <laughs> Wiggy and McKay. Three minutes and 59 seconds. I'm putting this and on I'm like, story. what does that even mean? Like one Chris doesn't work here. <laughs> no, let's change the button. Oh my god! I just thought it was funny because I was like, "What the hell is a sexy bed?" So for non-radio people, a bed is the music that goes underneath your talking. Yeah, I think I could be wrong. Look at how much we know. I, I don't quote me on that. I'm going to. I could gonna be, be on a podcast. So. I could be very wrong. I think that's the one thing about working here is like not coming from a radio background and like learning about radio has been really cool. It's really interesting, the things we know that people probably wouldn't realize is a thing. This has been great. This has been a long episode. We've been in here for over an hour and a half, so we're going we're gonna to shut go. her down. Thank you again, everyone. Our show notes love so many things in them. We both cried. We laughed. We did all the things. Peace out, Boy Scout. <laughs>